We're on the road. Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with the MTA. And welcome to another exciting edition of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jay Gibbons alongside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA. Now, do you think every episode is exciting? Because it, is. it always is. You every have, single uh, one of them. It puts a lot of pressure on me, Jay. Yes, <laughs> yes, and you deliver every single time. Oh, that's so kind to say. I think I should pay you right now. Oh, yes. Uh, where's the check? You know, I'll give you a lottery ticket. Uh, my friend had a birthday party and about like you know $20 in scratch-off tickets, and he won $5. What a waste is that? <laughs> uh, well, at least you won something. Right. right. Do you play the right. lotto? Any of you guys? Uh, yeah, every once in a while. Well, I feel like I don't have to because I won the lotto by being employed here at MTA. I hey, truly feel that go. way. Hey. I seriously, seriously, my mom's okay. doing play a lot. I thought, why? I like to earn my money, and I, I just love working MTA. It's, Something it's rewarding. tells me that Mr. Benning's in the studio. He is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I must say, Mr. Benning is a one lucky man because I've seen him like win things at like mm-hmm. fundraisers, and it's because you have such a big heart and you give so much to the community oh, that well, comes back you. to you. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Ed Benning, CEO of MTA. Yes, thank you. I know. Great to be here. We've tried yeah. to get you many times and you are off on conferences and you're out of town and you're in Washington. You've been busy, haven't you? I've been busy. Yes, you have. <laughs> Absolutely. And the yeah. latest thing that he has done, Jay and I always talk about how it's like playing hockey. You don't look at the hawk, you uh, puck, you look ahead of the puck to see where it's mm-hmm. going to be going to yeah. know what to do for the future. You've done that with these hydrogen buses. You've done this with, with the employees trying to get extra work over the summer when they didn't have work. You've just been phenomenal. And everywhere oh. I go, people tell me you well, are so you. lucky to have him for a boss. <laughs> thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah. One of the oh. best leaders oh. I've ever had. Oh. I'm going to come here more often. You should. You should. <laughs> Feeling down? Just right, come right, talk right, to right. us. That's right. right. No, it's true, though. It's definitely true. Oh, well, thank you. And I want to congratulate you because the latest endeavor is a $4.3 million grant that you had to work so very hard. And I'm sure you had to negotiate mm-hmm. and you sure you had to convince people and do whatever you do. You work your magic <laughs> to get that. So tell us what this is all about. Well, yes, very exciting. You know, we recently, we put in for a grant under the NOLO, which is, uh, you know, low emission vehicles, zero emission vehicles. Clean air. Clean air. And uh, we put in for a grant for two new buses and to expand our station. It was important in the grant to be able to expand the station so that we can grow it to the point that we bring in additional buses. And so... Uh, we were really pleased to find out that we received the 4.3, but the state will give us 20%. So it's actually a $5.1 million grant. And wow. it allows us to buy those two buses, expand the station, and get ourselves ready for the next phase. And even though it was uh, announced that we were down the last couple diesel vehicles, it's uh, not necessarily the case. We're very close, but mm-hmm. we have some diesel vehicles that are diesel electrics. We bought a group of them. Okay. And we have to wait till the mileage meets the national requirement of a half million miles or 12 years of age. And so we'll hit the half million mile mark soon. Those vehicles will be replaced with hydrogen. Well, if we're going to replace them with hydrogen vehicles, we need to have a station so that we can do that. Sure. And so we recently sent a team out to Sunline in uh, Palm Springs, California, Sunline Transit. There, it's all uh, hydrogen. They've been, I think they're in the 16th uh, iteration of that. And they generate their own hydrogen. And what we found when we were there is that we now have a liquid hydrogen, which uh, really sparked my interest. Um, So we'll have some conversion taking place when we start. Uh, going over to a liquid versus um, 
what we're making today through electrolysis, water, electricity, mm-hmm. and we uh, compress it to 6,200 PSI. And But we're really excited because uh, the team that went out was so excited about where we're going. And the beauty of this, and the thing that's most important, is that all over the country today you're hearing about all electric. Well, mm-hmm. unfortunately, all electric is a real problem right now and going to be a bigger problem. Uh, you're hearing in the news of vehicles catching on fire with battery issues. That's what my mom was telling me about, yeah. You're hearing about vehicles that it takes two vehicles to operate one because they're not getting the range. There's some issues in that regard. And as of yesterday, I heard on the news that California's going to have blackouts starting uh, within the next week. Wow. And it's the electric grid there and in this country is not ready for what we're going to try to do. And I don't say that in any due disrespect to what we're trying to do as a country. I say it's reality. And as I'm interviewed on this all electric, I tell them we have electric vehicles right now. We have these electric hydrogen buses. See, when you take uh, hydrogen and you run it through a cathode, you create electricity that powers an electric motor. That's what's in that vehicle, a small electric motor. And so we have electric vehicle. We've been operating one since 2010. How so, long do they travel before they need to be recharged? Is oh, our, our vehicle today will, will get us somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 300 miles really? a, a day. And, wow. Uh, so we're very fortunate in that regard. We, we're careful what routes we put it on because there is some limitations, you know, with, with that vehicle in the year it was built. But um, we have this experience, and the experience tells us it works, and it works extremely well. And, you know, I kid about it, but the reality is, is if you were to take a coffee cup and put it at the tailpipe, mm-hmm. you get the, clear, the purest hot water. That's what you were saying. Far more pure than the water you're getting out of the tap today in most places. And uh, that you, you can make coffee out of it. And, uh, you could actually drink it. Yeah, it's, it's I actually, think we should try that. You it's go actually, first, Jay. <laughs> let me know. <laughs> it's actually, you know, that pure. So let's think about it. Here we are moving to hydrogen. In this community, for years and years and years, we had diesel particulate that went into the atmosphere. And we had carbon footprint that was very strong. We have reduced by what we've done here with our alt-fuel um, capacity now throughout the fleet, just thousands. I mean, hundreds of thousands. I, I we didn't, we have not calculated it recently, but I say th- it's tons of uh, carbon that we have uh, reduced in our footprint wow. in operating service. And so awesome. our community is very clean today as a result of us running around these vehicles that are that are natural gas or um, hydrogen or propane. That's amazing. I would have never thought about that. And here, they're talking about it now, but you've already done this in the past. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. when I first met you before I even worked here, mm-hmm. you gave us a tour of over our Dort Highway. Mm-hmm. And you said how when you walk in that they have to take a broom because you can't even see it. It's That's so right. pure. That's right. If, if it's electricity, you know, caught fire, it would be the broom would catch fire, but you wouldn't mm-hmm. see it if you didn't mm-hmm. have that. That yeah. just amazed me. That was, yeah. that was, and, and who even thought about that? Yeah. So the MTA has been uh, reducing carbons before it was cool. That's right. That. That's right. That's right. I know. Yeah. So a friend of mine, he really thought that the electric cars were the way to go because he said there was an area where when you drive your car over a bridge, it's supposed to be able to charge as you're driving. Mm-hmm. And it, he thought that would be the way to go. But my mom said, I don't think so because those batteries will catch fire. And then if you don't have a charging station, what are you going to do if you're out there? And he said, well, you run out of gas, you're going to be out there. But uh-huh. there's more gas stations than there are you know, electrical. Right. Yeah. You know, I, 
they they have the pads that you can park a vehicle on today and you can charge it without plugging in. Mm-hmm. And those have been in the industry for some time. But let's take that pad in 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 Flint, Michigan in February. Right. And let's see how well it charges <laughs> yeah, the vehicle. Let's try to get through the ice. ice. Let's hope yeah. we can get through the ice yeah. and get through all the other conditions. It's one of, one of the reasons that I have been adamant about the fact that I don't think the Midwest is a place to have these vehicles, but hydrogen, we operate year-round, and it's a proven technology. Can you see this being a way of all vehicles, I think residential it, and everyone? I think it will take over. You know, I was just at a conference. At the conference, I met with uh, vehicle manufacturers, and we had a um, kind of a private conversation about when are we going to have small vehicles, and they said, hey, we've got good news for you. We're about a year and a half out, maybe two. And we're really? going to have Transit Connects. We're going to have vans with um, a hydrogen fuel cell. And so that's what we've been waiting to hear because it's so clean and such a clean energy. And we don't need to be plugging in anywhere. We'll just use the fuel. And so um, I'm excited about that. Me I'm excited yeah, about w- yeah. what that could mean. Uh, it, we're going to get there, but you think about it. You remember when calculators come out many, many years ago? We had these right. great big old calculators. You mm-hmm. know, uh, the the first size was uh, uh, depending on what model you bought. They were pretty big. Yeah, and they were. Now today they're on your watch. Yeah, um, yeah, so, so true. So the you know hydrogen fuel cell uh, that unit can go under the seat of a car in the future. Oh my and goodness, so, is that sounds like a little chip? Because yeah. when I remember I was in Skill Center a long time ago when I was in high school, <laughs> and there, I thought the data processing looked interesting to me, mm-hmm. but it was a computer that was the entire size of a wall. I mean, the whole mm-hmm. wall was a computer. And now you got this in your phone and your watch, mm-hmm. like you said, that, that yep. small. So it's incredible what happens, what they can do. And isn't it also very less expensive to run than a gas right now is what? $4 a gallon. And I thought you said you can get it down as low as 29 cents a gallon when you well, have this alternative gas. We, alternative we do it with propane. We, we have that cost variable that's very low. Hydrogen is, is more expensive, but we get double the mileage on a, a, a gallon, gallon, you know, comparison. Where you really save is in the maintenance of the vehicle. Oh, okay. And so, you know, the maintenance of the vehicle is almost nil. And the and, clean air is so and important, And it's too. so clean. And so uh, even with our propane vehicles, they're, they're so clean operating that the typical oil change would be, say, 6,000 miles. Uh, today we're at 12,000 miles. With really? And what about the, spark plugs? Are the, they in there, too, still? Is that no, because it's, so? um, it's uh, auto gas. That's and what so I was you, thinking, you yeah. Have, so you have far less maintenance and... Uh, the filters, same thing. If you were to take the oil out of one of our um, propane vehicles mm-hmm. and compare it to uh, oil going in, the viscosity differential isn't. There's no difference. Really, it's that clean. It's that pure. And so we're trying to convince Ford Motor to go to fifteen thousand miles. Well, look at that would be almost like three oil changes, and yeah. so in the filters, and so. The cost of operating very low, so you pay on one end, but you pick up tremendously on the other end. Yeah. And, uh, recently, had a chance to look at autonomous vehicles. Oh yes, and, um, interesting. And so I'm working to bring one here from Denver. Uh, hopefully next spring we'll operate it uh, for a year for a, for a spring to fall season, and take a look at it. And see, mm-hmm. you know, does that make sense, and, and how would that be part of our our fleet? But uh, with the hydrogen, these uh, next two vehicles will be important to us because we're going to try some new things with it. 
but coming right after that will be about 20 more of these vehicles. And uh, I cannot recall a time that our management staff and our mechanics were more excited over visiting out in California. I bet. I bet. Mm -hmm. They were so excited. Matter of fact, they've formed a team. Uh, We're soon going to appoint a full-time alt fuel specialist. We'll be working full-time. One of our uh, employees, uh, you know, all certified, he'll, he'll be our, our alt-fuel person for the future. And so that's going to be a new Very change. Cool. So I know great. you and I both had a chance to try. Did you ever have a ride in one of those autonomous vehicles? Nope, never have. I know you had. Right, yes. Mr. So did I. It was kind of, what did you think of it? Oh, it was nice. Yeah, nice. it was interesting. It was like, yeah, there was that, no, you had and you felt safe. I did. Yep. Felt, felt extremely safe. Uh, I rode in two. I rode in one on the bus, one in the car. Yeah. And, uh, so, and they go slow, yeah. which, you know, yeah. they, they should. So that's good. But yeah. that's, well, people hear $4 million and think, oh my gosh, you have so much money. That takes yeah. a lot of money to, you're a guinea pig. They're giving you, you're kind of like the test right here. Mm-hmm. And that takes a lot of money to well, make a And those vehicles are, are very expensive. And people must understand that none of that money can be used to pay wages or do anything. That no. is capital money that's intended for what we applied for. It's research. And it can only be used that way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Without it, we certainly would not be going out and spending this amount of money out of our budget trying things out. Sure. But, uh, this is tried and true. This is just the next step. And, you know, we're moving in a direction that uh, we feel very comfortable. Well, I'm so, proud of you. I, I'm I proud to work it. at MTA. I know I isn't it amazing? Great. I mean, everyone said, how did you guys even think about that so far in advance? Because you mm-hmm. thought about this years ago. Mm-hmm. And now it's, look how it's coming to fruition. It's actually so successful. This is great. And it's going to help us down the road, too. I mean, when people need transportation, it's going to be clean air. It's going to be quicker. It's going to be cheaper for them eventually. Absolutely. Absolutely. So wonderful. Well, you should pat yourself on the back because I can't reach you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So anything else in the plans that you want to, that we could talk about yet or no? Well, we're, we're working on um, regionalizing some service. We are not ready to announce it. You know, um, sure. We're not ready to come out with a press release, but we're working with... Uh, <clears throat> two other counties to create a new regional service. And, awesome. Uh, that was part of my attending the conference. And uh, there's a lot of excitement around that. I think it's going to happen faster than we think. And it's going to be entirely possible that we will have bus on the shoulder operating on I-69 from uh, either Lapeer to Lansing or from Port Huron to Lansing. Oh, that would be That's awesome. Outstanding. So, yes. you'll, so you'll be able to use the small systems to feed the big system. Good. And so we'll have um, park and ride lots, if you will, where transit can take people. We'll have a place that people can get on that and, you know, ride it to Lansing or back from Lansing. And there's a lot of people that don't use uh, our service today sure. that are driving. Well, I had a um, presentation I was giving recently, and I was talking about everything, and they were interested. But as soon as I started talking about how the Great Lakes Crossing Mall was built and mm-hmm. they almost had to shut down because nobody wanted to work in that area, everyone got really quiet. They didn't know about that. They're like, what? So yeah, almost didn't happen. And then Mr. Benning realized people in Genesee County need jobs mm-hmm. and this mall needs employees. So you made that bus system, that regional bus system, go from our, our transfer center downtown Flint to the Great Lakes Crossing. And that's like 10,000 rides every week that people are actually working from there and Howell and Livingston. And there was a big um, manufacturing company and they couldn't get manufacturers, they couldn't get managers or line workers. And you do the same thing there. Let's bring them there. And you got some flack for that. I know because people said, why would you take oh, people yes. out of our Genesee County area? <laughs> yeah. said, because they we need did. to feed their families we and we need to get them work. Yeah. And now it's so successful. They're like, hey, that was a great idea. <laughs> yeah. You took a lot of flack, but you made it happen. Well, 
We did get a little flat. Yeah. <laughs> you always do. But what's amazing to me, I know that uh, a coworker that used to work here, she said she's wa- watched you walk into a room where people look like they wanted to just give you a hard time, almost <laughs> shoot you. And when you left after your speech, they were shaking your hand and saying, that was brilliant. Thanks for coming in. And they had just made friends and you negotiated. And so I know that you know the business so well. You care about the community. Oh, sure. And that's Absolutely. why you can Absolutely. explain why you need to do what you're doing. And they listen to it. You've well, made so many jobs for people. No, thank you. Well, I, I certainly do. And I know that you and Jay and everyone that works here cares about Very people. Much. When I was at the conference, we were talking to people from the uh, from a center. Uh, it's from a new transit center. And it's called the Transit Center. And they're actually working on how to develop uh, uh, different techniques for bringing people into this industry. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about people that work in the industry, one of the things that we want to remind ourselves are dedicated to helping the public. And yes. You, you know, you, you work in these kind of jobs and you realize the impact. And mm-hmm. so it goes beyond the paycheck and everything else. You're Absolutely. You're changing lives, you know. Uh, people have become very dependent on public transportation. Oh, yeah. So. Just like yeah. the veterans that can't even get to the Veterans oh, Hospital. Absolutely. And we have that program absolutely. that takes them for free to the Veterans Hospital. They'll wait with them and their wives get free rides every month as well and the independent children and to think that there's a veteran that's going without medical help that was just that's sad that should never be that's the case in america and the fact that you mta has that with the help of the veterans administration they'll take veterans to the hospital wait with them take them to the pharmacy on the way home the grocery store and get them right back to their front door for free that's just amazing to me well you know when i was retiring from the um radio station i thought well I liked my job at the radio station, but I feel like we can do so much more here because in the radio station, if they wanted to advertise something, they had to pay for the airtime. Here, you do it for free with this podcast. Mm-hmm. If anybody's out there right now that has something wonderful in the community they're offering for free or helpful or services, mm-hmm. they can call us. And well, how do they get hold of us, Jay? They just drop us an email <laughs> at podcasts at mtaflint.org. And Mr. Benning has arranged that so they can be yeah. on here yeah. as well. And the podcast every week, there's something wonderful that's going out in the community mm-hmm. that you have devised to have that happen. So... Thank you so much for everything you've done. Oh, and thank you. And I, you're the only reason I went back to work is because okay. I, I feel like I can give more of the community working for you at MTA <laughs> oh, well, than I could any thank other you. job I've ever yeah, had. I appreciate so, that. Well, I do too. Appreciate that. Yeah, like you said, you have to be productive. You have to give back to feel good. So well, we, we have, you know, we have some new innovative things that are that will be coming forward in the next uh, few years that uh, are going to change public transit much more than we have so far. I'll just leave this with you. I I was a presenter at the conference in two sessions, standing room only, which surprised myself and the other person presenting because we presented the same group years ago about our concept of what we've been able to accomplish with rights to wellness and those type of services. Now, across the state, people want to figure out how to get in it and how quickly they can do it. It's a big change. Oh, yeah. Okay, interesting. It's nice to lead. Yes. It is, yes. it is. Yes. And then to be respected and people exactly. listen to you. Well, yes. thank you. You can exactly. make a change. You've always thank made you. changes. Thank you. Well, I, I, I kind of sense you're going to be coming back on very soon to talk oh, about yeah. these uh, changes, oh, yes. right? Absolutely. Well, people love to hear you. Yeah. So. And the door is always open. Okay. Yes. When he's in town, when he's <laughs> available, right. when Washington is. Yeah. I've seen Washington call him when yeah. he's like out and doing the presentations. Yeah. And they want to follow your plan because mm-hmm. they're saying, how do you do that rides to wellness? That is na- nationally known here, right? It is. Absolutely. You so. should be so proud of that. Oh, yeah. I know Tracy Davis over there oh. and Michelle Lopper. They do such Great a good people. job. Yep. Oper. Yep. 
Yeah. Well, thank you, too. Well, you you're do welcome. a great job. Thanks. And we try every I week. know. You have to get back to uh. your job, don't you? We, gotta, we have to let him go. But thank you for tuning in. Thank, thank you, you for being here. And thank you for listening. And listen every week as we bring you some exciting things happening in our community. Anything that we have that we find is helpful, free, that's going to make your life better, you can find it here on On the Road with the MTA. And Jay and Stephanie Kay. Have a great day. You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.